welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. This is a bonus episode, a long-teased bonus episode, but it's finally being released. It's our Mars Picks. Months ago, years ago, decades ago, I put out to all of you folks, let me know which Kinks or Beatles album you're being sent to Mars and you can only take one album by one of these two bands as your sole source of musical entertainment. And I wanted you to let me know what it was and why. And I had one particular answer that I thought was going to far and away um, dominate the choices. And I was a bit surprised. I will be honest. Um, Because, you know, I look at the numbers. I see which songs, you know, which episodes get the more downloads. So I know which eras of Beatles and Kinks music you guys are interested in, um, especially early on in the podcast when I started asking this question. So I, I was surprised by, by it. We got a number of people called in. All men, uh, ladies, call in. I know you're out there. This can't be an all um, dude audience, right? Give me a call. I want to hear some of your input on the next um, bonus episode that we put out like this. So like I've said before, these episodes go out first to the folks who are contributing $4 a month just to help keep this podcast going. It costs money to produce it and to to distribute it. And as a thank you to those folks who are helping out, um, you guys get first dibs. And then everybody else gets it eventually. I'm not withholding episodes or anything, but um, I wanted to say a thank you to all the people from around the world, not just the United States, but from all corners of the world who have been um, contributing. It is helping um, to keep this podcast going. And I'm also saving all of your phone calls that you guys have given or your emails um, dis- discussing certain podcast episodes. Um, instead of doing them on regular episodes, I am banking them. And we'll do more of these bonus episodes with that kind of listener mail stuff because um, I will be going on paternity leave shortly uh, for my first son my first child in general, my future son will be here. And um, I'm I'm trying to stockpile a bunch of episodes and these bonus episodes will kind of fill in the break um, so that you have some kind of new, you know, time relevant content. So uh, if you're enjoying this, please con- consider um, doing the $4 a month. It's 20 cents an episode and um, make sure you swing by Hero Habit register, join our uh, conversation group. I'd love to get more people conversing over there and follow Hero Habit on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. All right, enough housekeeping though. Let's start listening to people's picks. Um, we're going to start with James, who picks these, the album that I thought everybody was going to pick. So let's hear his thoughts. Hi, Tony. This is James Beiderbeck from Moline, Illinois. I would bring the White Album uh, to Mars with me by the Beatles simply because it has the most tracks and I feel like I'd have the most, you know, diverse uh, song selection if I brought an album with a lot of tracks on it rather than, say, a 10 or 12 track album. And thank you very much. That's all I got. Thank you. Bye. Now, I have picked for this question. I've cheated, but I'm the host. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. I've picked one album from each band. Um, and from there, I would flip a coin. The wide album would be my Beatles pick. Mostly, like he said, it's a long album. You've got 
really 28 usable tracks. I'm going to throw out Revolution 9 and Good Night, which I usually skip. And I'm going to throw out Wild Honey Pie. So you got 27 solid tracks there. It's a good variety. They've got straight rock and roll and the acoustic stuff and the ballads and a couple classic songs and some obscure songs that are among my favorites. Um, and country songs. Like it's got a great variety and a good flow to it. And there's, you know, a lot more content there. So the White Album is my pick. Um, if I was to only take one Beatles album and um, now let's listen to Patrick and his pick, which um, is also coincidentally my pick. Hey, this is Patrick Yeoman calling from Los Angeles, California. Um, with respect to the question of if you had to bring one Beatles or Kinks album with you to Mars. Uh, well, I'm a much bigger and more knowledgeable Beatles fan than Kinks fan. So I, we have to choose a Beatles album, and I, I'd have to go White Album, um, just for the breadth of it. You know, it's just got, you know, what was it, a triple album or a double album? It just covers so many great songs, so many musical styles and genres. Uh, I think if I had one, you know, just one record, I think I could get the most mileage out of that one. Um, tough. Tough question. You know, Abbey Road might be a fairly close second. Ah, I don't know about that, actually. Um, yeah. Revolver maybe a close second, actually. I don't know. It's always tough where the Beatles are concerned. I think I'd have to go White Album. All right, thanks. That is a tough one. Revolver would be a good pick, but it's so short. I mean, there's like 12 songs on a 12 or 13, 14. I forget how many songs, but some of those songs are two minutes and 20 seconds long, you know, and as many times as I can listen to Andrew Bird can sing, it is a short song. Um, next, we're going to go to um, Tom, who picks our first Kinks album of the episode. Hi, my name's Tom. Um, I'm from Smyrna, Tennessee in the U.S., if I were being sent to Mars and could only take one album by the Kinks or Beatles with me as my sole entertainment, uh, though I would indeed miss Revolver and Sgt. Peppers, my choice would have to be uh, the Kinks Village Green Preservation Society because I would uh, I would miss the Village Green and all the simple people, as Ray says, and uh, the characters like uh, Walter and Johnny Thunder. And uh, I would think about the big sky, but it's a tough choice. Because uh, how can you live without Kinks and how can you live without Beatles? It's uh, it would be a, a hole in my heart, but I would stick with uh, Village Green Preservation Society. Thank you and rock on. So I was with Tom for a minute when I was picking my Kinks tr uh, album to take with me. I was with Tom. I was thinking Village Green, and then I switched and I said, you know what? Lola was the first Kinks album I ever got. I love every song on that. It's varied. You know, it's got rockers and, and, and one of my favorite Kinks ballads and, and some of his uh, music hall stuff at its best. But um, ultimately, I think if I'm going to take a Kinks album, I'm taking Arthur. Um, for a lot of the same reasons that Tom picked Village Green, uh, it's just got a good variety of songs. It's got a good variety of subject matter and style and characters and all that kind of stuff. I just think that Arthur is... Um, as far as listening pleasure, just for the, you know, the enjoyment of listening, 
I think Arthur's a better produced album, sonically. Um, song for song, I could take anything from six or seven Kinks albums, but sonically, I pick Arthur over Village Green. Now let's go to Ben, who picks a, uh, an album that um, kind of surprised me, but uh, it's one, I've mentioned this several times, that since I've started doing this podcast, this album has really grown on me uh, and is climbing the ranks among Kinks albums that I enjoy. Hi, this is Ben from Washington, D.C. Huge uh, fan of your podcast on Kinks and Beats daily. Uh, huge fan of the Kinks, and I'm calling to let you know what album I would bring to Mars. Uh, it's Give the People What They Want, um, one that you've been talking about quite a bit uh, lately. And, for uh, you know, I'd bring it for several reasons. The first is, is very sentimental. It was the first Kinks album I ever bought. I was a high school junior. Um, when it came out, I remember people talking about the song Destroyer, um, which was getting some radio play, and I just fell in love with the song, got the album. Uh, it wouldn't leave my turntable for months, and that's what got me into the kinks. Uh, so that's the main reason. Other reasons are it, it just, it rocks, uh, as an album. Some incredible rock songs like Destroyer. The title track added up, Yo-Yo, which is probably my favorite, back to front. I think it's some of Dave's best guitar work, some of Mick's best rock drumming, uh, although I'm not a musician, so I can't really speak to any of that technically. Um, third, it's just, I think, just the tone, the emotional tones of the lyrics and Ray's singing are just genius. I mean, so much of the album is the subject matter is bleak, cynical, even angry. Um, some of it's very sad, like Art Lover, Killer's Eyes, um, Yo-Yo. But his deli- race delivery is fantastic, and he balances out all these very bleak, emotional um, things with some just wonderful dashes of dark humor uh, in songs like Yo-Yo and Give the People What They Want, Predictable. So I think he really balances all those tones really well. And then at the end of this album full of, you know, cynical, angry uh, songs that are nevertheless often quite funny, he ends the album with one of the least cynical, most beautiful songs, I think, in the Kinks catalog, which is Better Things, which is um, one of the best album closers, in my opinion. So anyway... Um, those are the reasons why uh, when I go to Mars, uh, I'll be taking give the people what they want. Thanks very much. Take care. See, now that's a great reason to bring it. And, you know, to his point, any album, if, if I would have said you could bring any album from anybody, the entire catalog of, of Western music, um, any album that's got better things or Waterloo Sunset or Victoria on it has to be considered. So give the people what they want is a, is a good choice. And it is a, it's a lot of good rockers, like he says, but, um, it is worthy of consideration just for that album closer alone. Um, so next up we have Roland, um, who we heard from a couple times in regards to this question. Let's hear Roland's first message. Uh, hi, Tony. Uh, this is, uh, Roland. I'm a, podcast listener of Kinks and Beats. I like Kinks and Beatles. I thought it was strange when you said it's, it's one or the other. I've always loved them both. Um, 
I just want to drop a line and say I got into Kinks in a weird way. Um, my first album was actually Kinks Live the Road, which is an album that nobody has. It's different than One for the Road. Um, and that's because in the 90s, there was a thing called BMG Music. Um, it was kind of like the Columbia House, but it was, it was BMG. And that was the only Kinks uh, CD they had. I mean, of course, I knew the hits already, but I had a BMG subscription. I had no money. I was a college student. So I got my 18 CDs for a penny or whatever it was, and that's the one I got. And um, it's a fine album. Um, and then what stood out to me from then was actually a song you, you panned in the previous episode, Eight Man. Um, I don't know what I liked about it. I, I guess it was just catchy and, you know, who doesn't want to sit in a tree and eat bananas all day? Um, but it led me to Lola and then, you know, it took off from there. So I, th I think to this day, my favorite albums are still that era. Lola, Muswell Hill, Village Green and Arthur. I guess you could throw Showbiz in there too. Um, that's my favorite era. I'd go to Mars with either Muswell Hillbillies or Lola, I guess. Um, I don't dislike any of the Kinks eras. I like them all. I used to be in the preservation area for a long time and soap opera. Uh, the 80s era was cool. They're all different and they're all good in their own way. Anyway, I love your podcast. Um, you know, cover uh, The Road one day. Uh, the opening song on the King's Live, The Road. It's not a bad song. I like how it name checks the members of the band, Pete, Mick, and how they uh, went on tour and everything. It's kind of nostalgic and kind of cool. All right. Thanks, Tony. So um, to his point, thank you for that call, uh, Roland. The Road came out January 11th, 1988. Um, it actually... It charted at 110 in the U.S., didn't do anything in the U.K. It opens with the song The Road, the title track, uh, which was recorded at Conk Studio in 1987. Um, the rest of it is live stuff, and it, it includes Destroyer, Ape Man, Come Dancing, Art Lover, Clichés of the World, Think Visual, Living on a Thin Line, Lost and Found, If I Want It, Around the Dial, Give the People What They Want. So it's a solid album. Um and that, like he said, his introduction to Ape Man. But then Roland thought about it some more, ruminated on it. And um, he picked an album that I did not think anybody was going to pick. And he actually questions the validity of it because he went with a solo album. And I will allow it because um, I came close to picking All Things Must Pass for the same reason I picked the White Album. It's long and it's got a bunch of different styles on it. Um, but he went with a solo album. And I bet you all, nobody's going to predict what he says next. Hi, Tony. This is Roland again from L.A. I live in L.A. Um, I listened to a few more podcasts. Man, it's hard to keep up. You're cranking them out so fast. Um, but I heard that you are still looking for the Mars album. Which album would you take to Mars? And and my last message, I hastily said, I'd probably take Lola or Muswell Hillbillies. But I've thought about it a lot more since then, and since I've listened to a lot of podcasts where you're asking for this. And um, I happened to put on Venus and Mars just 
as a kick, you know, how cool would it be to listen to Venus and Mars on Mars? I don't know if Paul McCartney counts, but I could argue, I mean, I have a very long history with Venus and Mars. It's very personal for me, and I just love it so much. I don't know if it's as critically acclaimed as I hold it up on the pedestal to be, but I think whatever album you could say that Paul's best was, I think this is as good as that. I mean, it has every kind. It has rock, schlock, um, ballad. It has the really old-timey one that, you know, I kind of love that kind of music too. And um, so, you know, I'd be fine with taking this album to Mars. Um, I wouldn't get tired of it, you know. McCartney and Ram and, oh, I love Wildlife too, but... As he's morphing into this, I mean, Venus and Mars is full-on wings, full-on. I mean, I believe Denny Lane and Jim McCullough both have a song on there, too, so that helps kind of make give it a more band feel. And I believe it's just a new era for him. And um, so anyway, that's my pick. Thanks, Tony, for everything. See ya. He picked Venus and Mars, guys. Venus and Mars by Paul McCartney. And um, I'm not going to make fun of him because that's actually a really brilliant choice. If I was to take one Paul McCartney album specifically, Venus and Mars would be a a contender. It's probably in my top three solo McCartney albums. And I think, and I know this is sacrilege to say, but I actually think it fares better than Band on the Run. Maybe it's aging better, um, but I think it's a better album, you know, song for song. You got Rock Show and uh, Call Me Back Again and Magneto and Titanium Man. It's got some cool tunes on it. Um, so Venus and Mars is an interesting pick. I did not expect anybody to throw that one into the mix, but that's a good one, Roland. You have uh, excellent taste in music because you like both bands. And I think going back to his first message where he thought it was weird that I said that it's either or, I think that's weird too. I feel like I'm in the minority of people who adore both bands. Um, And sometimes I get flack from Kinks fans for liking the Beatles so much and vice versa. This is, we can all agree that they're both better than the Stones, right? Right? Okay. I got one more call. This one's coming in from Paul, who um, will give us his answer. My name is Paul from New Haven, Connecticut. Just wanted to make an entry into the Mars contest, and my pick is Arthur. Um, I am a lifelong Kinks fan, and um, I just think that that album, lyrically, musically, the variety of the music is just phenomenal, and I could listen to it forever, over and over again. What more do you need? If it's got repeat value... That's all that it needs. And Arthur has incredible repeat value. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about some songs on this album, but some of my favorite Kinks tracks come from Arthur. And that's, I'd be hard pressed to turn that one away uh, if that was the one that I picked. So that's it. Those are all the calls we got. Um, I thank everyone for calling in. Uh, Hopefully the next time we do this, we have even more people because Uh, our listenership keeps expanding and I want to hear more from you. And if you're joining this podcast late, uh, you can still call. You can still 
tell me what your Mars pick is, even if you've missed the deadline for making it on this show. I'll include it in future stuff. You can always reach me at 925-494-1739 or email me at kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. And all that contact information plus the whole uh, all the, all of our kinks and Beatles related content can be found at herohabit.com. And uh, again, I thank you all for listening and subscribing and hope that you will swing by iTunes and give us five-star ratings and reviews and um, continue listening. We have a whole lot more stuff to cover and uh, we're going to get through it all. All right. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this bonus episode. We will be returning you to your regularly scheduled podcast shortly. Take care, guys. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.